Proverbs chapter number 16 tonight. Believers in this modern day. Believers in this modern day. I'm glad we ain't got to wonder how we ought to live and act and how we ought to take it all in. Boy, God gives us help, don't He, through His Word. I want to ask you tonight, Proverbs chapter number 16, we'll be there uh, for just a, a brief moment and then we'll be flipping over to 1 Samuel. We're going to see an example of what Solomon has to say. Amen? Believers in this modern day. How to live. Praise God for His Word. Praise God His Word is still true. Praise God in the midst of it all and what we face this day. His Word is true and what He has to say to us is true. You realize tonight the, what the Holy Spirit of God tells us to do is still true today? No matter what's going on out there. Amen? So let's read this together. We're going to focus in on Proverbs chapter 16 verses 1 through 3 first. And then we'll move on to 1 Samuel. But let's, uh, I'm going to ask you first, open up your heart. Allow God to show you something. Amen? Anybody come looking for something tonight? Amen. Amen. Look at here, verse uh, 1 of chapter number 16. The preparations of the heart and man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Is from the Lord. And all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. But the Lord weigheth the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. You might say, now what in the world all is he talking about there? We're going to dive in, and then we're going to look at the example, a uh, beautiful example in the Word of God. So let's, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, I do ask you to bless the reading of your Word. God, I ask tonight that if we've come together, God, I pray that we've come with expectation, God. God, to hear from you. God, I thank you for the time of worship. God, that we could sing praise unto you. God, that we could lift up our praise. God, that we could offer up our prayer requests, God. And God, to know you heard every single one of them. God, you've been with us from the very beginning. God, you've been a part of every part of tonight, God. And I just thank you and praise you for it. I ask now that you bless us in this time together. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And amen. Believers in this modern day. We look here and Solomon gives us uh, some very wise words for living right, right now. Alright, living right, right now. How many of you know with the world going crazy, the, the believer tonight can live right. The believer can still live a life trusting God. Looking unto God for the answers to God's will. Did y'all catch that? Looking for the answers to God's will. It's not a question if God has a will for our lives. Amen. He does have a will for your life. No matter what you had to wake up and face this morning, it does not change God's will for your life. And here, uh, and here Solomon gives us some very wise words. On right living right now. And I tell you what, if ever at a time we needed that. I, see, I don't have to get in the midst of the mud. I don't have to roll around in the mud with everybody else about all the issues of life. I can be obedient to God. Follow the Word of God and trust Him through it all. Amen? Amen. That is true. So let's look at this together. I want you to notice... 
in verse 1. And we're going to go a little bit verse by, one, verse by verse, and then we're going to run over to 1 Samuel, all right? How long are we going to be here tonight? Don't worry, don't worry. Just see what God wants to give you, all right? If we'll get plugged in on what God wants to give us, He'll take care of the time, all right? He can redeem the time, amen? Here we go, but look at verse number 1. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Now listen, right out of the gate, verse number 1, we try so very often. Notice what it says. The preparations of the heart in man. What is man's part? We are busy planning. We are busy arranging. Would anybody disagree with me tonight? Do we not get busy planning and arranging? Huh? How many times when everything else is going crazy, the child of God is still trying to plan and arrange everything like it ought to be? Wait a minute, how we think it ought to be. <laughs> how we think it ought to be. Don't we do that? Hey, and if something happens in our life that we got to deal with, you know what we do? We move it around. We try to change it around to be what we think it ought to be. Amen? You see, so many times we end up in discouragement, discouragement because of what's going on out there because we're trying to adjust our plan, adjust what we want to see, right, when we're put in a difficult circumstance. But see, that isn't what God called us to do. No. See, because even though there might be some wild chance huh, that you just might land on the will of God, why don't you just seek the will of God? Because many times you ain't going, hey, if you ain't seeking it and you don't know it, odds are you ain't going to do it. Amen. That's true for every single one of us. Many times... We are busy making our own plans, making our own arrangements. How many of you know man proposes, but God disposes? That's true. I mean, we are busy. Ain't we busy proposing to God what we want? Ain't we busy proposing to God what we want to do and what we want to see out of this situation and that situation? And then we wonder why in the world we get disappointed. See, God disposes of all that. Why? Because His ways and our ways ain't the same ways. He tells us that, right? And what you think might be the very uh, dead level best for you, God might say it ain't. How many times we want to argue with God? Huh? We do it though, don't we? Sure we do. Sure we do. Can I tell you tonight, listen. What God, when, when, what God chooses to say, and when God chooses to say it, is up to God. It's not up to you and I, right? It's not up to you and I. Our, our role in the midst of everything is to be surrendered to God's will. Be surrendered to God's will. And we hear it over and over and over again. But how many times on Sunday we're surrendered to God's will and by Monday we're already back making plans and arranging things the way we want them to be? And they wonder why Tuesday it's all a mess. I mean, really, we go from Sunday, the train is on the tracks, man. And by Monday morning, we done hit the thing, done trying to get the train onto another track. Don't tell me it don't happen. And then you end up where somewhere you ain't never supposed to be. Huh? That's how you end up in a boat on the storm with the rocks in the horizon. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. 
Come on, is it not true of our lives? Sure it is, sure it is. But when God speaks and how He chooses to speak, and He chooses to answer, you do realize God does answer. God does answer. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, and sometimes it is. Why don't you wait it out a little bit? Huh? You know the best thing the child of God could do is realize that God's got the best plan? And just follow it. Just follow it. Why? Because He's God. Because He's God. He's God. But also, you know why? Look at verse number 2. Why trust Him? Because all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. When I look at myself, you know how much wrong I think I do? Come on now. Now I'm talking about you right now. Let's flip that over. Is y'all shaking your heads? Yes. We think pretty good of ourselves, don't we? You know, if it was, seriously, if it was up to us and we had to, if we had to find sin in our lives, we wouldn't find because we'd never look. We wouldn't. We would never look. In our eyes, we're doing pretty good. You know why? Because man does their best to justify who they are. Now, you're talking about, wait a minute now, we're talking about right living. Well, right living is realizing we can't look with our eyes. Your eyes will deceive you every time. Boy, they'll deceive you every time. We all think we look good. And then we put ourselves up to the standard. Anybody know what the standard is tonight? Standard's Jesus Christ. I think Jesus Christ is a standard. Oh, not brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. Anybody can be better than them. Come on. No, our standard tonight is what the standard's been forever. Christ. Christ. Hey, it was the law in the Old Testament. Nobody could keep up with the law, could they? No, everybody failed the law. Go to Moses, failed the law. Nobody could live up to it. And then what did Jesus do? Just as he was prophesied to, he came and fulfilled the law. And now he is the standard. <laughs> and you and I still ain't perfect, but he is. And we are to be striving every day to be more Christ-like. Oh, I think about that tonight. We are to be striving to be Christ-like. Let me tell you, it's not Christ-like to be worried and caught up with what's going on in the world. <laughs> now, granted, you are a child of God. Should you uh, participate in the rights of this country? You better believe you should. Matter of fact, I believe you've got an obligation to. A responsibility. But we don't have to join the crazy. We don't have to join the crazy. We can still live, listen, we can still live seeking God's will and not worry about the rest, but leave it in His hands. <sighs> leave it in His hands. That's all that matters anyway, isn't it? I mean, if we truly examine ourselves tonight, we've probably allowed ourselves to get way too worried about this stuff. I mean, I could raise both my hands and some toes because it just aggravates me to death. I'll be honest with you. When, we, when we're not able to fellowship with everybody, and, and listen to me, 90% of our people together is not 100% of our people together. I mean, you might say, well, preacher, I mean, this group is back, and that group is back, and these groups, they're, they're able to come back. But guess what? Not everybody is. Don't think that's not a burden on my heart. My goodness, if it wasn't, I'd have to really question my call. 
It eats me alive. And I have to give it to God every single day. God, take it from me. But I, but I don't think I'm alone in that. I, you know, it may not be same circumstances, same situation, but I happen to believe that you deal with the same things. You can plug it in and fill in the blank with your own burdens, cares, concerns, worries. Worries. Are we not a people full of worry? Mm. And too many times we rely upon our heart to lead and guide us. Boy, let me remind you tonight, the heart deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. I tell you what my heart and my flesh wants to do is run out and join everything. Get crazy about it, right? Say things on Facebook. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I have to reel it in. God, I need you to take control of these fingers right now. We need God to take control of our lives, folks. If we, if we honestly think for a second that we are going to live a, a Christ-like life in this modern day, if, if any time, which it should be all time, any time, it better be Christ-like. It better be Christ in control, amen? I want you to notice in verse 3, because everything leads down to verse number 3. Let's read verse number 2. And all thy ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. You see, that's where I can get some peace. Huh? Because I don't weigh things in a balance, God does. And believe it or not, whether you believe it in 2020 or not, God still knows everybody's heart, knows everybody's motives. Hey, listen, whoever's behind what, when, where, how, God knows it all. He's all, he, listen, He's in control. Nothing's left His hand. There's nobody telling God what's going to happen. God knows. Verse 3, here's the answer. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. What does that mean, commit? Roll over. Surrender. Give it to God. What you've got, give it to Him. I'm not, and listen, tonight, we, we, I'm not talking about earthly possession. I mean, which, it all applies. Hello, it all applies. But I'm talking about your burdens. I'm talking about your worries, your concerns. The things that are heavy upon your heart. Good or bad, give them to God. You got prayer requests tonight? Maybe they're for good things. Give them to God. Surrender them over to Him. You know, many times our prayer requests are not answered or even thought of. They never reach the ceiling because we're not giving them by committing them to God. We're hanging on saying, God, I expect you to do that. Listen, it's great to pray with expectation, but it ought to be with a surrendered heart that whatever you're praying about, you're giving to God. I'm talking about you're surrendering to Him. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Go to 1 Samuel, chapter number 1. Very familiar, oh, a very familiar passage to every single one of you. Hannah's prayer for a child. Notice this with me tonight. We'll move quickly, but I don't want you to miss this because somebody needs this. You want to know how to do it right in God's eyes? Look at what Hannah does here. Picking up in verse number 9 of 1 Samuel chapter number 1. 
So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Oh, this is... <laughs> We're going to get there. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, but out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the women went away. The woman went away and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord, and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived. <laughs> She bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of the Lord. Of the Lord. You want an example of what it looks like to commit, to commit, to pray, to ask for God's will to be done. Listen, I don't know what you're battling with. I do know this. It's by no mistake there's so many unspoken prayer requests in our day. It's no surprise that we have needs untold. Truth be told, we could have seriously, honestly tonight, we could have been here a lot longer talking about the burdens upon our hearts. Am I, am I telling the truth? We need help. We need help. And we see it here in the Word of God. Boy, that if we can just abide and do what the Word of God says do. Listen, and I don't mean as a ritual. No, I mean with a surrendered heart, with an open heart before God. What does she say? Well, first, look at her condition. Number one, look at her condition. She's bitterness of soul. Verse 10, she wept sore. Oh, can you, can you imagine such a state? She wasn't asking for personal gain. Her heart was broken, bitter of soul. And I'm sure in her heart, you might say, well, how in the world can I relate to Hannah? I ain't, I don't, I'm not trying to have a child. Listen, you can take the circumstance and you can switch it all around. You got hurts. You got disappointment. I guarantee you she felt disappointment. 
sad. How do you know she was sad, preacher? Because she went away not sad. And to be not sad, she was sad. How many are disappointed today? How many are discouraged? You want to tell me she wasn't discouraged? I happen to believe she was discouraged in what she was facing. But what does she do? (laughs) Yes, that's the condition of her heart. Yes, that's the condition of her life. But notice what she says. Number two, she makes her request known to God. (laughs) You know the best thing a child of God can do today? Make their request known to God. I ask you this. Does the child of God still believe that God can answer prayer? That the child of God is still on the throne? Still in control of what's taking place? I happen to believe yes, yes, yes. I still believe the Word of God is powerful. I do believe that it cuts going in, that it heals going out. I believe it. I believe it's a powerful Word that gives us the answers we need. Oh, she's in a condition that many of us find ourselves in tonight. But what does she do, number two? She makes her request known unto God. Here she is. She can only move her lips. I ask you this. When have you been in a time? Boy, when you were so disappointed and discouraged, so heartbroken, bitterness of the soul, that you could not even speak, that you could only move your lips. But yet she prayed with her heart. You know what I love about that? There's times when I don't know how to pray. There's times I don't know what to say. There's times when you're so discouraged you don't even know what to do. But thank God He knows our heart. Thank God. Thank God. But when we can't speak, the heart speaks. And thank God today in this dispensation, we've got the Holy Spirit of God who knows every bit of it. Oh, I pray tonight we find encouragement in who we are if you're a child of God. Notice what she does. Yes, in her condition, makes her request known unto God. And when she can't speak, her heart speaks. And what does she say? You realize words still matter, folks. Words still matter. Listen to this. God knowing her heart, she says this. Look on the affliction and remember me. I wonder this, have you honestly said to God, God, see my affliction and remember me. Remember me. You believe God sees everything? Why don't we tell Him about it? Why don't we talk to Him about it? You know, I believe if we spent more time talking to God about our problems, we'd have a lot less problems. Because they'd get fixed a lot sooner. Hear me. You say, I'm the one that's been struggling for a while. I'm the one who's been going through tests after I'm the one suffering. Give it to God. Give it to God. It doesn't mean it's going to be gone overnight, but God is still God. He's still there, right? Talk to Him. Make your request known unto Him. But look at the heart, folks. Look at the heart. Number three, she's truly surrendered and committing it over to God. She's doing that word commit. What did I say that word commit is? It's rolling it over. What do you mean rolling it over? You're giving it to God. You're rolling it over upon the Lord. Listen, you can't carry it. I can't carry it. 
I, and I got to tell you, I, every single day I'm being reminded that I cannot carry it. Surrendered and committed. Do you know what that required of her? Removing all of her will. Removing all of her will. Removing all of her desire. You say, what do you mean? Well, look at what she's asking. Look at what she is offering up to God. I mean, what, what, did, what does she say to God? What does she say to God? Verse 11, And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. Listen, she's not talking about committing him for a moment. How many of us will take bits and pieces of our life and we'll say, God, I'll give you this for a little while, God, if you'll do that. No, it was totally sold out, surrendered. I wonder if we gave the, our prayer request, you plug in what your prayer request is. When have you given it to God that He take it, that He use it, that He be honored, that He be glorified with it? Think of, do you understand what I'm saying tonight? It'll change the way we pray. It'll pray the, listen, it'll change the way we look at our prayer request. It'll change the results of our prayer requests. God, I'm praying about this, but I'm giving it to you. I'm rolling it over upon the Lord for you to be glorified and honored through it. You take it, God. You take it. You realize he's the only one that can truly do anything with it. You do realize that. But you see, when we don't roll it over, we still try to control it. What do we see here? We see a woman that is no longer planning. Planning and arranging her desire. Why? Because if she's given Samuel over for all of his life, what control does she have? Zero. Zero. What am I telling you? You need to give over full control of your burdens and give them to God. Surrendered and committed to God. Why should we possibly do that? Think about it. Well, number one, I love her faith. Verse 18, what'd she do? She got up and she wasn't sad any longer. You know, when you truly surrender to God, you can get some peace about it. I really don't, I mean, I, I care the situation, but I don't care the situation in the fact of comparing it to the power of God. Because God's power is always greater than our circumstance. What does that mean? That means His will will be done. Do you realize when God commands it and God says it, every way, everything gives way to His commandment? Why? Because He controls it all. I mean, really, if He, if he wanted us to go down to the river and say, you're going to cross the river, then He'd make a way for us to get across. Everything, listen, everything He controls. And I, and I think we really got to come to a place in our life when we realize that, when we truly believe. Because if you don't believe it in your heart, what does your prayer request really look like? What does it really look like if you totally aren't surrendering it to God?
when the child of God really lets go, <laughs> we also let go of the outcome. You see, that's the hardest thing for us, is to let go of the outcome. Do we worry about the outcome of where our children, what's going to happen to our kids? Huh? I was just talking to somebody about, hey, if the Lord tarries is coming, what it's going to look like for my kids and my grandkids if the Lord tarries is coming. What's it going to But can I tell you, I could sit and worry about the outcome all day long. And I'm allowed to. It's a free will. But we waste our lives worried, worried about the outcome. Why? Because God's in control of all things. God's in control of all things. You see, Hannah was no longer worried about the outcome of Samuel's life because she knew the best thing she could do is dedicate him to the Lord. Totally separated for God. It could not be any better than what she did. <laughs> and for us, the best thing we can do is take our hands off of our burdens and situations. Yeah, you might not be able to close the door and run to the next room. You might be in the midst of the fire. But you can sure give it to God and lean upon Him to walk out of it with you. I mean, either He's your God and He's with you or He's not. Amen? He provides peace in the storm. He's the one, he's the one I read that calmed the sea. And He wants to do it in our lives in 2020. Imagine that. That's what God wants for us we got to turn it over to God. And you know what He's going to do every single time? And hear me, we're closing. We're closing. What He's going to do every single time is He's going to do, and He's going to answer according to His will, according to His ways, and according to His love for us. He's going to do it every time. Can I ask you tonight? I mean, I've, got to, I, I've, I've been having to do it a lot lately. And I ain't ashamed to say it. It is what it is. I'm just like you and you're just like me. You can deny it, but it's true. Folks, we need help. We need help. And there's only one place we can find it. I want to ask you tonight just to do business with God and mind Him. Mind Him. Believers can live like believers in this modern day. There's many who are probably ready to tuck and run. But I can tell you this, God ain't lost a battle and never will. And if you're on His side, you're on the winning side. That's why I really don't care what people think or say. It really doesn't matter. And I don't mean that arrogantly, but I know who my God is. And if he's in control, that's all that matters. He'll take care of the rest. We ain't going to lose with him. <laughs> he's God. He's God. Heads bowed, nice closed tonight. I want to ask you to just take a moment to seek the Lord. We'll have any of our musicians here tonight. And it don't really matter. Because, you know, we don't need somebody playing to seek the Lord. <laughs> all we need is time. Folks, we got it. God's given it to us. So I pray you'll seek Him tonight.